so what we have to do is we have to get two mics. Mm-hmm. That's why they do it like that on Joe Rogan. Because <laughs> that's yeah, exactly what our podcast is like. It's like the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> I would say we're pretty high up there with I, him. I, I, him, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones. <laughs> I don't know who Alex Jones is. What? You don't know who InfoWars is? Mm. I know InfoWars. Yeah. He's the dude. He's the dude. Fuck it, let's just start. That's how our podcast is going to start. Fuck it, let's just start. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we can do a clink. Let's, clink. What, let's see what it sounds like. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's definitely not do that. All right. Episode one, The take Phantom Menace. Five. <laughs> Episode one, attempt five. Not even take, attempt five. And... Welcome to our podcast. My name's Stephanie. I'm Rosanna. And this is Psychology. <laughs> that was a good one. I like it. 101. 101. Episode 1. Where we talk about pretty much anything and everything. Whatever comes to mind. Yeah. For now. Let's hit that intro music. You can't see this, but actual fireworks <laughs> just went off. <laughs> feels like you're here, doesn't it? It feels like it's happening right that in front weird. of your eyes. All right, so what are we talking about this week? Well, this week we are talking about... My girlfriend being gone for a year. What do you mean? One night. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, it felt like a year. I wrote her every day for 365 days. I was like, she's been gone since 10 p.m. So where is uh, she, where is she? She left at 5.30 yesterday, okay. Okay. Oh. So it's already been more than 24 hours. So I'm, <clears throat> no. <laughs> 5.30 in the morning or 5.30? 5.30 in the morning. Okay. I was going to say, if she left at 5.30 at night, it's been less than 12. I was at work. I know. Um, she went to Reno oh. with her sister. They went to go visit their dad. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Reno. The city of casinos. I was going to say meth, but okay. Oh. <laughs> you know, I got that vibe too when I went there. It's, Reno's beautiful if you don't... Do math. <laughs> you don't meet with any of the people. Yeah. We went to Reno, I, I want to say last year, to visit her dad. Okay. But yeah, it was fun. It was crazy. Go play outside. No, Reno's great. I was just up by there last weekend. I was up in Auburn. Mm-hmm. And it's really pretty up there. It is pretty. Very mellow, very chill. Yeah. Compared to here. Yeah, it's weird, like... Yeah. <laughs> I it's, don't... it's weird that it's so... Well, I guess Reno's Nevada, but it just feels... It's... Yeah, you Slowed can... Slowed down. You can tell that it's not California. Yeah. But it's so close to California. It's just weird. But yeah, so they're coming back today. So it's really a very short trip. 
I'm freaking out for nothing. It's not like they she just went met for one anybody night. in Reno. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. She left at 5.30 in the morning. You Already were, has another girlfriend. You were at work for eight hours. She was gone. And you're still like, where is my, where is my girlfriend? You guys just went on like back-to-back trips with each other. Yeah. Spent every we waking moment. Yeah. Every waking moment with each other. And you were like, why do you want to leave me? Why do you want to leave? I'm here. You don't need anybody else. No, it's good that she went to go visit her dad. So our podcast is going to be about your codependency issues. <laughs> we just record when Chelsea leaves. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah. Are you close with your dad? Um, no. Cool. We don't get along. Yeah. I don't say we're close. We just don't. Our personalities don't get along very well. Mm-hmm. Does he live in the Bay Area? Yes. He lives um, in Fremont, where I used to live. Mm. So, yeah. We don't speak much. We don't talk much, but it's okay. Yeah. My dad's It's just dead. easier that way. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. But... <laughs> All right. Well, okay. That's not funny. <laughs> Let's unpack that. <laughs> I'm fine. Chelsea's only gone for a night. I'm fine. <laughs> Chelsea's gone. My dad's gone. Oh Everyone God. in my life is leaving me. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> Maybe Just... we should not have had mimosas at 10 a.m. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I wasn't close with my dad growing up either. Okay. He So we'll talk about my dad. I okay. brought it up. Yeah. My B. Let's unpack it. Um. So my mom got remarried when I was 10. Okay. Hey, y'all. Quick pause from the podcast. I realized while I was listening to this, I was actually 12 when my parents got married. Probably not a necessary pause for the podcast, but I just wanted to clarify that. We we don't get along, like, all the time either. (laughs) Gotcha. He's alive. (laughs) But no, he's done a lot for me and my family. Yeah. But, and then my parents... When I say my parents, I refer to my mom and stepdad. Gotcha. So they did uh, as much as they could to help my dad, but like when you're battling with addiction too, it's very hard to gotcha. step out of that. Yes. So Makes then sense. most of my life, I didn't know where he was at. Mm. Like there were times he was in Boston and then he was living homeless in Las Vegas and all this stuff. And... So I got a call. I was actually working. I got a um, I got a phone call from my aunt, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is weird." Like my aunt called me, and then my other aunt was messaging me on Facebook, and I was like, "Something. This has to be about my dad." Yeah, I haven't heard from on. him in years. And then I got a call that he was back home in Dallas in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And I just, I lost it at work. I started crying. I was mm. like, where's Chelsea? <laughs> Is she in Reno yeah. with her dad? <laughs> and so jo- I was working with Jonathan at the oh, time. Man. And this is the nicest thing he's ever done. He like saw me bawling uh-huh. and he just hugged me. Oh. And he was like, oh, you want Chelsea? I'll get Chelsea. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Jonathan, thank you so much. You knew exactly yeah. what I needed. It was not you. It was Chelsea. <laughs> um, 
So then I ended up flying home like a Day couple or two. days after. Yeah. And I went to the hospital and like he just looked like completely different. Like mm. it was just really sad. But he was like out of it too. So he had cirrhosis of the liver, which mm. is from like all the alcohol. Yeah. yeah. And then he had really bad jaundice and he was just like really small. Yeah. And I was just like, like emaciated. Like this is so surreal. And then so I spoke to the doctor and because I was um like next of kin, mm. I had to make the decision whether or not to Oh no you know, just pull that. Yeah. <laughs> and of course I'm making light of it. Yeah. You gave it a sound effect. Yeah. That's a sound it made. <laughs> That's a suction cup. No. But yeah. It, no. And like his family was there. It was really good to see them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty close to two of my aunts, two of his sisters, and then he has several like brothers and sisters. Okay. But yeah, so it was it was definitely hard. But I was like, you know, he can't be living like this. Like this exactly. isn't yeah. So, you know, we just pulled it. <laughs> I was home for, like, a little less than a week. I was at the hospital, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I said my goodbyes. Just mm-hmm. I think it, I mean, it was still really hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I was at a better place knowing that I knew where he was at now. Yeah. And not, like, no longer suffering. Yeah. No matter, like, how much I really did not care for my dad. Yeah. I still cared. Exactly. No, that makes sense. So, yeah, that was, like, almost two years ago. Oh. Okay. That's crazy. So, cheers to that. Cheers to... Chelsea, yeah. where are you? <laughs> Chelsea, if you're listening to this, probably this a, dedicated a, to you. a week from now, just know that we were going through some stuff. Yeah. She was definitely very supportive, which was nice. She couldn't come home with me, but it's fine. I'm not mad. <clears throat> Just kidding. She really couldn't. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. You know, dads just sometimes suck. Yeah. As do moms, too. Yeah. There was one time I was at work, and I was, like, wondering, like, like sometimes I'll just be like, where's my dad? Yeah. Like, this was a few years ago. Yeah. And I had, and he had told me, like, you know, when you're older, I'll let you know why I was in and out of prison. And I was just like, huh. I already okay. know. And then, so, me being Filipino nosy, I, I, I Google searched the uh, father. Okay. And I just saw, like... The whole rap sheet. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. That was around my birthday. <laughs> like, you're all, oh, that's where you were yeah. at the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. But no. I love my mama. Yes. She raised us. She's a good person, but we also like sometimes heads. That's just life. That's just parents. Yeah. That's just family in general. I oh think. yeah. Um, no, but side note, I know like as you were talking about your dad, one thing that always really, one thing that always really got to me, as you were talking about your dad, and you were saying sometimes he was like in Boston, in Dallas, is that. How do you yeah. travel so, the country? Like I, it always like I'm like if you have addiction problems or you're homeless or mm-hmm. I mean 
and you're struggling to make it, understandably, you're gonna change locations, but it always, to me, I'm like, how did you make it from Dallas yeah. to Boston to, to Las Vegas? Las Vegas, like, so like, what Greyhound did you take? Right, Greyhound. <laughs> that's how you gotta wrap. But so, it's expensive. Yeah. Like, so my you? one of the times, like I said, he was in and out, so I didn't really know where he was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, around my birthday, my parents had called. They're like, my dad had called them, wanting money. Mm. And like my parents always helped out as much as I could. And they actually sent him money to come home to Dallas. And, of course, he used that money for, like, other stuff. Fun. Drugs, alcohol. But... For on the way to Dallas. Yeah. And then, like, he had told them, like, he got hit by a car, his leg was broken, like, all this shit. I'm like, I was, like, I was genuinely surprised how long he, like, lived. I was like, how did how did this all happen? Yeah. And then... At the hospital, when I was, like, with my family, my aunt had told me that she... Because my dad would also uh, live in the Salvation Army. Mm. So, she was telling me how this... um, Because she would help him out, too, as much as she could. But she had spoken to someone about my dad. And it was really cool to hear, like, my dad, when... They would bring food or whatever for the homeless people. He would, like, make sure to pass it out to everyone else. Yeah. Like, before he got any. Which I was like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Not all bad, dude. Yeah. I mean, he, like, people struggle with addiction. It sucks. Yeah, that's stuff. It's very, like, like, I hate, I hate when people are like, you know, it's a choice. Because it's not. Yeah. I mean, to a certain, like, I understand, like, they made the decision to do what they did, but like yeah. addiction is, I feel like there's a whole different. Yeah. Well, I think it's just the, the, it's almost like the genetic makeup, the chemical balance of your body. Like I can, you know, smoke a little this or do a little that and wake up the next morning and not ever want to do it again. Right. But some people, it just hits them in a way that it activates some sort of addictive gene in their body and next thing you know oh i'm gonna keep doing it until they can't control their need for it anymore right just like just like any type of anxiety or depression i can't control the way my you know chemicals in my body react and make my mind think like it's so easy for people to be like to say about people that are depressed like just be happy like you can't it's not something you just turn off like like, if you could like i work two (laughs) jobs and people are just like save your money and i'm like i can't <laughs> yeah. I physically I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I shouldn't, but I'll buy it. It's just right. another form of addiction. It's just yeah, everyone has their I think their battles and yeah. struggles. So think happy thoughts. <laughs> That's my favorite. Just just be more positive. Be more positive. <laughs> you know, you should just exercise more. <laughs> I will say, you know, working out does help. Yeah. I think for work- certain like working out helps regularly Mm -hmm. but it's there's still like if i feel that it works for a short amount of time like a temporary fix yeah like it builds the endorphins for the next few hours Mm -hmm. and then after those endorphins go away or after that adrenaline fades you get right back to unless you're really mentally working on what you're running from then yeah you just go right back to and people this pisses me off too (laughs) Okay, suicide. <laughs> when people are like, oh, 
they're so fucking selfish. How could they do that? You're selfish yeah. for saying someone else is selfish. Like, I should have stayed because it was going to hurt your feelings? Yeah. I love you, Robin Williams. <laughs> that one I'm still sad about. Yeah. Well, also, it's just like, if you're ever suicidal, like, reach out to somebody. I'm like, you understand if somebody is truly suicidal, it's not just, like, one time that they're suicidal. It's yeah. like they're continuously having those thoughts. Yeah. So you tell them to reach out. They're going to continuously be reaching out like I'm having a bad day. I feel like ending it all. Mm-hmm. And to people that don't feel that way, it's like, really? Do you feel like this again? I already yeah. told you last week. And it's like, if you're really suicidal, those thoughts don't just go away after one attempt or one, you know, episode. Right. They just keep coming. So it's very, um, yeah. I think also... Not that we make light of it now, but it's just like something that we just like throw away saying like, oh, just kill me already. Or, oh, I just wish I was dead. Like, I'm like, there are people that actually genuinely deep down in their soul feel like that. So when you hear someone say it, you're like, oh, that's just something you. Yeah. That's just a Facebook status you write. Like, oh, just kill me now. Yeah. Where some people are like, no, I actually genuinely want to die. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. my So my stepdad, his son. He actually committed suicide when he was 21. Mm. He took... So my stepdad's name is Jerry. Okay. And he had taken Jerry's gun mm. and, like, drove away and... Like, did it by really? Himself. Yeah. yeah. I think that's always been, like, something Jerry's just like, wow, I can't, like... I think he partially feels like maybe he's at fault for it. Yeah. Just because it was his gun. And, yeah. again, I don't know if he... And also, that's your child. Yeah. You feel like you should have known right. or been more attentive yeah. to that. And, you know, coming, like, from, like, my perspective, we weren't really close. My parents were still, they were serious, but, like, I've hung out with Kelby a few times, but not enough to, like, really know him. Yeah. But just, like, from my point of view, he seemed like he was happy. Mm. Like, he was yeah. in a relationship he was a figure skater. He was actually supposed to go... He was supposed to be in the Olympics mm. for figure skating. So it's just... It makes you realize, like... Like Robin Williams. Like, you yeah. think he had it all. But yeah. Or you seem so happy. Or you seem like you just have life figured out. Like, you're on a track. So you should have motivation to stay alive. Yeah. But that's not always the case. Yeah. I think it's very important. Like, I have friends that post on Facebook like I can tell like they're really down yeah and I think it's super important like especially for them because they feel like they're a burden to people Mm. but I think it's imperative to like reach out to them just like every now and then just like hey like you good like yeah just a quick checkup on everybody um yeah I think I think the thing also that really with me with su- like especially suicide or anything like that like you were saying about you know Jerry's son it's like I don't think people take into consideration the actual uh dedication like if I say I want to kill myself oh, and I'm having a really bad day and I pop like a whole bunch of pills and it just hap- it spirals out of control mm-hmm. then okay like I probably maybe was just at a very low point, but there are some people that 
We'll take the gun. We'll get in a car. We'll mm-hmm. drive miles yeah. knowing in their head that this is what they're wanting to do. And nothing is, like, stopping them. Yeah. And it just it makes you wonder, like, the process of, like, the yeah. steps they went through to yeah. do that. It's like, just, it's scary. Exactly. And I'm like, that's why I'm like, you guys can't really make light of that. Because once somebody has that in their head and they're already so committed to doing that, it's like, you have to understand the gravity of that. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, I kill myself, and then, oh, no, I feel better now. It's like, no, they committed to, like, an action of, like, really pulling this whole thing out. Just like these mass shooters. Speaking of. Speaking of mass shooters. What pisses me the off. The epidemic so we, in this country. We talked about this last podcast, however, we never posted it. Yes. It, <laughs> I'm, because I I'm think, tired of, like. Because I believe mass shooter, like, mass shootings are now a form of suicide. Mm-hmm. These kids, these young these young white males, just want their lives to be over and they want to take as many people down with them as they can. Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't think anybody goes out, premeditates this whole thing, plans it out, gets the guns, buys the, the clothing and the body armor, walks into a crowded shopping center, mall, church, school, and ever thinks that they're going to come out of that alive. Like, this is their last blaze of glory. Mm -hmm. And it's just the amount of planning and uh, work and money. These kids are getting guns. Like, they had money. They saved up pennies, dimes, and whatever to purchase these guns Mm -hmm. at Walmarts or wherever they bought them. Mm -hmm. So, it's they committed to this act of doing this with no remorse i guess yeah nothing in their brain ever told them this is probably wrong and you probably shouldn't do this they just kept going with it i've said this before like like i obviously there's like a mental health problem Mm -hmm. but you know if 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 the shooter's african-american it's not a mental health problem let's check their crime record history if it's a middle eastern person Oh, they must be for ISIS. Like, no yeah. mental health problem. Yeah. Uh, if it's a person, like, Hispanic person, they're like, oh, they're, are they even here legally? Like, yeah. why does it always jump to that? But, like, if it's a young white male, they're like, oh, well, you know, they have mental health problems, you know, video games, all this stupid yeah. shit. And I'm just like, I don't know. It, I'm, like, tired of, like, getting on Facebook and seeing these posts I'm I like having uncomfortable conversations with people with people like we don't have we don't view the same opinions Mm -hmm. but you can only have so many conversations where it's just repetitive and like to a certain point like y'all we obviously are just gonna have to agree to disagree yeah I think too from the other perspective is if you look at it this way if it is a person of color if it is a person of a different uh, religion, we always blame the ethnicity or the religion, but it's usually because you know deep down inside that they have something to be angry about. Oh, it's yeah. it's justified. Oh, it's because he's black or Mexican or Asian or Hispanic. It's probably because he's very angry with the way he's being treated in this world, so he did this thing. Mm-hmm. With young white males, it's we are fully admitting that they are completely privileged in this world. We are completely admitting that there is no reason other than the fact that they are 
crazy and maniacal to want to do this. Like there's nothing that a white male can like, there's no justification in being this angry. What are you so angry about that you would want to do something so full of hate and so violent? It's because your life is so good. So it must be a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it was, oh, well, he was black and he was poor and he was from the ghetto and he, his, 10 of his friends were shot by cops. Of course he's angry. That's why he did this. And in no way we're justifying like, exactly. these mass shootings. But I'm saying yeah. at the same, yeah, but I'm saying like, if you really break it down, it's kind of like you are admitting that white males really have no reason to be this homicidal. And yeah. they are. And it is a mental health issue in the <laughs> sense that they have no justification for being this filled with hate. Yeah. Other than... Gracie gets it. <laughs> Big mood. On a lighter note. On a, on a lighter note. Um, I'm, single. I'm single. Oh. <laughs> I'm single. Rosanna I'm is single. single and ready to mingle. Her birthday's coming up. So if you want a free trip to Disneyland, you don't get one. It's, okay, yeah, it's she not free. <laughs> so you're going to have to contribute. We can go halvesies. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So uh, we did do a few podcasts fresh off the breakup that were maybe a little bit fob. Not they were not as they were not as uh, pleasant as lighthearted as our mass we shooting had, and mental yeah. health discussions. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm, I'm right now. A lot of I think of our podcast going forward is just going to be me navigating the anti-dating world because I don't want to do it. You'll get there. Where's Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I just miss her so much. You're all let's text her. Where are you at? Where are you? She's like on the way home. No, but you know, takes time. I yeah. Think. Uh, I went drinking with uh, my bestie who will probably be our second listener of the podcast once it's posted. So we have Jonathan, Jonathan. your bestie. Oh, Jonathan, and Gracie. Raquel, Gracie. Gracie, here live in person. With Gracie, say hi. Got it. She's. She looked at the microphone yeah, in case. Yeah, so she basically said hi. With her mind. Um, yeah, we were talking about it yesterday. Obviously, I was a few drinks in, and I was just like, I just, I said it, I'm terrified to start dating again. Yeah. Because, um... It is a mess out there right now. Oh, yeah. It's... How, how long were you with your ex? Uh, we we lived together for the past almost five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but y'all were on and off. For on like and off. 50 years. Yes. <laughs> I just got my AARP card. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we were uh, off and on again for the past 16 years. Yeah. So, but we settled down and decided to make a for real go at it these mm-hmm. past five years and didn't work out. But I think that was just us getting, you, getting too comfortable. Yeah. In. And like, if you hear that, that's Gracie drinking water. Because it's important to hydrate. Hydration yeah. break. This commercial is sponsored by... Dole. Dole. And Andre. Dole and Andre. Um, yeah, so like, you were in a long relationship, and mm-hmm. from my point of view, like, I didn't really know, I didn't know him at all, actually. I think I met him once. Yeah. But, 
from my perspective, I was like, wow, they really love each other. <laughs> but not like, I mean, when you talk about him, it's always y'all like talking about like dinner or something, mm-hmm. like fighting about what to eat. <laughs> yeah. But um, I never saw, like when I, when I heard that y'all aren't together anymore, I was like, oh, what? Love is a lie. No, the thing. Okay, here's okay. After some, it's been about going on three months now, Mm -hmm. um, or two and a half months since uh, he's moved out. Um, I think now that I've really had time to reflect and contemplate on it and stuff, is he's been a bigger part of my life for Mm -hmm. the past sixteen years. He's probably to me. It's very. It's weird to say this. Um, he's like family at this yeah. point, whereas, oops, you, you know, have work in I have, an hour. <laughs> I have work. Cool, 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 cool. Um, he's a big part of my life for the past 16 years. So he's like one of my best friends. Yeah. But I think that's what happened in our relationship is it turned into just friends. Just best friends. Yeah. Like there wasn't really, and as much as, you know. I love him as, you know, a very important person in my life. It's just the duties of keeping up a relationship that was just stagnant. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> was just a little too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it, that's where I'm at. It's always crazy to see, like, people that have been together... For so long, and then, I mean, it's not out of the blue for the couple, but, like, for yeah. people, like, not involved in the relationship. Yeah. I think also I felt a little guilty, because I think maybe he thought it was out of the blue, because I yeah. think he was comfortable in that stagnant, right? you know, relationship, and I was just like, I'm not, but you didn't really do anything wrong. I still love him very much, and respect him as a person yeah but it's just, it just like didn't work out yeah and that's okay and it won't always forever not work out i'm not like closing any doors like ugh, i'm not like taylor swifting we are never getting back <laughs> together it's nothing was that nothing was that upsetting <laughs> we just got a text from jonathan <laughs> what does it say it said that's not him <laughs> obviously not <laughs> So if you are listening to this, um, there was a missing persons yesterday, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. which is a literal rock, rock of, <laughs> of our friend Jonathan's, who has uh, mysteriously gone missing. I'm not saying I helped with his getaway. <laughs> I did not aid in a bed, but we did try to find a suitable replacement for we the did. podcast and, then it came and he's adorable face. yeah he's adorable he ha- nature on, gave on him instagram his own weird he's like sloth from the goonies <laughs> he has weird eyes he's like a rescue like gracie he's, <laughs> he's very cute we haven't named him yet so that'll be for the next we're gonna have you guys vote on a name for oh, him oh yeah we'll, we'll post a picture and then y'all can just just give us some names. And we'll, oh, you know who I'm counting on to give a good name? Phil. The, the pressure's on. Yeah. The pressure's on, Phil. But 
But yeah, that's so what's got, and yeah. so next mm-hmm. podcast that'll be the cliffhanger. Next <laughs> podcast, tune in and find out what we uh, decided to name him. Yeah. But yeah, that was a. I mean, we didn't finish your story, but that was a good. Well, that's intro. We have many episodes. Yeah. I don't want to give it all away on the first episode. That's true. Just like I'm learning from dating, you can't give it all away on the first date. <sighs> I was like, sorry we talked about my traumas for three hours over this pizza, but... So, how are you? What do you want to do next weekend? (laughs) They were like, like, yeah, there's not a next time. (laughs) Blocked on all social (laughs) medias. But, yeah. No. I think this was... This was... This was a little bit better. Yeah. It wasn't four hours long. Maybe we have to do them in the mornings. Yeah. With some mimosas. I think we do them at night during the dark times and yeah, emotions we just, yeah, run a little. Our feelings get too much involved and the drinks go a little too much. Also, let's go ahead and put this out here. If any of our very talented friends <laughs> want to come up with a... Uh, Not listeners, but friends because we friend. know our friends aren't listening. <laughs> Well, all of our listeners are our friends. Yes. Because true. if you listen to us and you still listen to <laughs> yeah, us. If you're still here by the end. You're considered a friend in my book. If any of our talented friends want to help design a logo. Ooh, yeah. For our podcast thumbnail. I did tell Sarah as, she can take our picture with her. In our matching overalls. Yeah. Overall, it should be a good um, <laughs> picture. <laughs> Also, we are thinking of some intro music. What was wrong with mine? <laughs> well, just something, you know. Yeah. Something heavy on the bass. Maybe some outro music, too. Oh, outro, yes. Something to fade out, so too. any of our friends are musicians. <laughs> we, we use the term loosely, <laughs> friends or musicians. Just let us know. If you We're not like... going to pay you, but. But, I mean, it'd look good on your resume. Yeah. For future. Yeah. They're like a Hooves Psychology 101. We will <laughs> definitely rep you on our, we, okay, also, okay, no, <laughs> keep that in the bank. Well, we have to start a social media page. Yeah, we do. For our podcast as well. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we can run that. Yeah. I won't run it by myself because it'll just be memes. Memes. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Also, if you guys want to vote <laughs> Always looking for new memes, guys. <laughs> Next episode will just be me reading and describing memes <laughs> to you guys for an hour. Create some visuals. Create in your some head. visuals. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to paint you a, a verbal picture of every meme I'm posting. All right. I think well, that's good. Yeah. Let's roll that outro music. <laughs> Brought to you by Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs>